Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Live from Utah's Capitol Hill, this is Eye on the Hill. 15 days remaining. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejanovic on KSL News Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Window World. Call Window World of Utah today for the best value in windows and doors. And that's no baloney. Dave and Dujanovic have inside sources. In a moment, Boyd Matheson joining us live from studio to talk about name, image, and likeness and how these deals are going to impact our college athletes here in the state of Utah. Um, I want to play some, Dave, in just a second, some audio from his conversation that he had yesterday with Doug Wilkes, who's the executive editor from the Deseret News, because several media organizations are certainly growing concerned about whether these NIL deals will be available for public view. So the public can take a look at you know, what these contracts say and if they're in compliance with NCAA regulations. What do you know that you can tee up for us, Dave, about name, image, and likeness and how it is impacting our athletes and our universities right now? Well, Well, let me just say, number one, it's a disaster. It's a disaster just like I predicted, and everyone knew it was going to be. How so? Because it is the wild, wild west. They're trying to do two things. They're trying to pay athletes, but they don't want to make these athletes employees because employees actually have rights. They actually are uh, are required by law to receive certain things. So the, the universities and the NCAA wants to play this weird little world where, sure, we pay them kind of on the side, but they're not employees, they're contract. It is a mess, and we are talking about millions and millions of dollars. One thing I know about being uh, in the Utah media since 1990 is we prefer transparency. Um, When it comes to government contracts, when it comes to our universities, when it comes to our public agencies, we like the ability on behalf of the public to be able to go in and look at what is going on behind the scenes so we can keep our listeners informed and make sure they're doing everything by the book. Doug Wilkes, who's the executive editor of the Desert News, talked to Boyd about uh, media organizations and the Desert News's efforts uh, to keep these NIL contracts that athletes and the deals that they're getting involved with public information under the Records Act. Uh, it's called Grandma, that is now uh, part of Utah law. So let's listen to what Doug told Boyd. Their taxpayer-supported institutions and the universities are reviewing the contracts to determine whether they comply with NCAA eligibility rules. Uh, the universities denied the request. We took that. Um, they claimed that they were uh, uh, educational records under FERPA. We took that to um, the arbitration committee, basically um, the, the records uh, arbitration, a seven-person panel, 
who sided uh, unanimously with the Deseret News. And this is what they said. Considering the public interest in college sports, the fandom and the immense revenue, and revenue is a key, this is billions yeah. of dollars, our public institutions capture from athletics, it's apparent to us that a university compliance officer reviewing these contracts to ensure players' eligibility under the rules is indeed conducting the public's business. And they ordered the universities to uh, release the records. Uh, they don't want to do that. They they uh, uh, went to court to try and block it. We're in court with them now. And then the legislature got involved saying, wait, this didn't go in our favor. Let's change the rules. And mm. uh, so we've been working up at the legislative session to try and uh, stop them from, from making this secret. Transparency is the key. Boyd Matheson joins us right now. And, yeah, the, the legislature is addressing this. They're trying to uh, put in some guardrails and parameters and transparency in this. Boyd, uh, what a fascinating discussion because we're talking about uh, young adults, uh, many times 18 years old, uh, 17 in some rare cases, and we're talking about millions of dollars out there. Yeah, what what could possibly go wrong? Uh, yeah, I think what possibly first, could go wrong? Uh, and, uh, you know, we started my conversation with Doug yesterday talking about the fact that you had Brock Purdy, uh, the quarterback in the Super Bowl for the San Francisco 49ers, made about a fourth as much, a fourth as much as the backup quarterback, the bench player for the University of Texas. Uh, that's the kind of money that we're we're talking about for these college athletes. Again, young people. Uh, and again, I, I think there's a, a, a case to be made in terms of them getting shares of this revenue. And uh, we think that's a, a good thing. They're clearly uh, generating billions of dollars for the universities. Uh, so that's kind of one component to it. Uh, but then it is the fact that, look, this does need to be done with some transparency for a number of reasons. Uh, obviously, just on the on the high end, just making sure that it is transparent, that there is a process there because the money is so big. Uh, I mean, Dave, you you and I both recall, you know, the the old old days where the booster came around and you know gave handshakes to players with hundred dollar bills in them, and that was you yeah. know that was scandalous. Uh, this is like twenty seven levels beyond that. But here's a really interesting thing. So one of the things that has happened at many universities is in order to kind of pool the money for name, image, and likeness, they've set up these little consortiums or groups of businesses uh, to kind of put all the money in together, and then you kind of divvy it out to the the players and and do it that way. Uh, And to me, that one is the area that is most problematic because then you're actually getting into areas like Title IX Uh, because if this is done – I mean, if it's just one business to one player – that's one issue. If it's yeah. if it's all the community business people coming together and putting a big pool of money together, then how much of that needs to go to the women's gymnastics team or the uh, World Series playing uh, softball team or whatever it might be? And so there's a lot of sticky issues in this whole thing. And, and you predicted it spot on, Dave, uh, that this is the wild, wild west. Uh, and nobody really wants to come to the table for because the, no one wants the transparency because they're afraid – that it might put them at a disadvantage in their recruiting for their team. Boyd, my understanding is that the legislature is looking at the possibility of making these uh, contracts or these deals uh, secret, um, out of public view. I- am I correct in my read on that? 
Yeah, that that is uh, that is one of the things that's, that's working its way through committee. There, there are a lot of different versions and variations in terms of how yeah. that's going to be written. Sure. Um, but but the uh, the argument, as Doug Wilkes pointed out yesterday, the argument is this is these are you know school records, these are private records of students, um, and of course the uh, they're trying to protect them under FERPA, which exactly. is uh, yeah, which is a federal law that protects school records. But that is a really curious argument to me, um, and in some cases it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah Uh, they're getting paid as athletes to play a sport i'm not sure that's the same as uh divulging um you know (laughs) you got to see on your algebra test yeah Yeah, exactly i think those are slightly amount of money in some cases (laughs) that's right it's a different kind of math to be sure those are zero numbers that i uh, i don't work with very well uh, not being a math person Uh, but those are real and it it is different and so i do think i agree with you debbie that the argument was interesting in terms of that's where they went uh, to me, the bigger question is, where does it go next? I actually believe this is another area where Utah and a Utah-style model uh, could show the rest of the country how this can be done and done properly. I know there are a lot of people who say, no, we got to keep this private. we got to keep this secure because it will hurt us in our own recruiting. Uh, because if a player feels like, oh, if I go to, you know, if I go to a place in the state of Utah, one of those uh, state universities, everybody's going to know what my deals are. If I go to Alabama or Kentucky, nobody's going to know, and that might make my life a little bit easier. So, will, will there be a, a recruiting impact? I think there will, but I think Utah could show a better model, uh, and that's what I hope out of all of this is that people really come to the table and say how can we actually get this right? And then how can we model that to the nation? And the NCAA is not going to lead out on this. Let's just be really clear on that. They have way too much vested interest in the billions of dollars on the other end of it. So they're not going to lead, but maybe it's a chance for the Utah model once again to show the nation maybe a better way to get it done. Boyd Matheson, thank you. Today, Inside Sources starts at 1. Dave, I ask you to set the scene for me and the listeners uh, in the next uh, few minutes about what these NIL contracts look like. And you went and did a whole bunch of research last night. Is there anything you can tee up for us that you're going to serve up next? Millions and millions of dollars. Millions of dollars going to individual players, some that aren't even playing. Next. Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dejanovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. A special edition of Dave and Dejanovic. Eye on the Hill, 15 days remaining on KSL News Radio. And in the next couple of weeks, left in the 2024 legislative session, as Dave and I broadcast live up here today, um, we're curious to see what lawmakers decide to do with the name, image, and likeness deals and whether they will. Um, leave them accessible for the media and the public to view as college athletes enter those deals or if they'll attempt to privatize them, Dave. And we just talked to Boyd Matheson about that. Uh, We will continue to monitor the legislation on Capitol Hill to see what lawmakers decide to do. Uh, As a journalist, uh, been my entire career as a journalist, um, and mainly in Utah, I do know that it is valuable to have public oversight of uh, contracts um, that are, you know, um, 
to the you know that might impact uh, Utah. Now, some might argue these these deals are private. I have a difficult time with that that argument. Um, these are college athletes, oftentimes recruited using taxpayer money, um, given scholarship money as well to participate. Um, not all of them, but many of them are in athlete athletics programs that are largely sponsored through um, public funding. So we'll see where the legislature ends up on this, but you, in the meantime, we're doing some research to bring us some perspective as to how much these deals are going for. In some cases, nothing. In most cases, nothing. These athletes aren't making a penny outside of uh, their, their scholarship, right? And that's how it has been for so long. But if you were to ask me, any player in the NBA, in the NFL, in hockey, and you ask me how much they're making, I could tell you exactly how much they're making. I could tell you that the Jazz's top-paid player, John Collins, is making $25,340,000 a year. I can tell you exactly how long that contract goes for. And I could do that for any player. How so? It's... is it sometimes public it's public record, right? And sometimes it's leaked out, and you know, they try to play this game of like, well, we're not going to tell you what the terms of the deal are. We always know. So even if, if the player doesn't want it out there, it gets out there eventually. So we know exactly what these players are worth. Well, when you opened up the door for college athletes to start making money, then this is this is naturally what happens. Sure, you may want to keep it secret. Someone's going to leak it. Someone's going to boast about it, and we start hearing more and more about what these kids are, are making. Now, every state might handle these uh, contracts differently and to whether they're going to privatize those contracts or make them part of the public record where the public can go in and actually request to see the contract, to see if if the athlete and the school is in compliance with uh, NCAA rules. Yeah, because you can't, you can't uh, do businesses with, or work with businesses that deal with gambling, alcohol, tobacco. There are certain things that college kids can endorse because of the rules so that's why that's why the schools have to be involved with these with these deals to make sure it's still all legal um but you uh went and did a whole bunch of research in the last 24 hours since we last left the show to give us some really good insights as to what some of the athletes are making. Now, you've already disclosed that some athletes don't have deals. They're not getting brand deals through NIL, but a lot of them are. What did you find? Okay, so I'm going to give you the top five highest paid athletes this year. At the college level. At the college level. And then I'm going to give you the top five Utah, here in the state of Utah, their valuations. Because remember... They're not publicly releasing these. So this is, we we went on some websites and started looking up how much this player should be earning. So this is an unofficial thing for the Utah kids. All right, let's start off with the the top paid college athlete. Uh, This one should probably come as no surprise just because of his name. Bronny James. Oh, LeBron's son. LeBron's son, Bronny James, is playing at USC. He's a basketball player. He's a freshman. Uh, he is having, objectively, a terrible season so far. He is just not the impact player. They were talking about him coming for one season then going and playing with his dad in the NBA. He's averaging 
5.8 points. Do you know how much he's getting paid? I could do better. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I could do better. Just start okay. jacking up shots from midcourt. You'd probably do better. <laughs> he's averaging less than six points a game, and he's making $6 million a year. How? Is that all cash? Nike. Contracts. Contracts. His dad obviously has a lot of uh, influence, Beats by Dre, you know, the headphones. So uh, obviously he's able to market himself, and he is a very, very well-compensated player that has not had any success, very little success uh, in college basketball. Number two, Shador Sanders. Dion's kid? Dion's kid. He's the quarterback for the University of Colorado. Is that where Dion coaches? That's where he coaches. Oh, yeah. That's a- yeah, they went from a, a small little school. Yeah. Uh, and then when Dion okay. got hired, they brought he brought his son. His son's one of the best players in the country. Anyway, Shador's making $4 million. A year? Four, $4 million a year. Can that be – that's in in cash. like that, Or that's like a he gets a paycheck for $4 million a year? Is that how – Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, this one's going to surprise you. This one might surprise you a little bit. Uh, number three, the third highest earning athlete uh, in college, is Livy Dunn, a gymnast from LSU, Louisiana State University. She is unbelievably marketable. She has millions of followers on Instagram. And in fact, when LSU came here to Utah, they were playing uh, the Red Rocks. They were they were competing against the the women's gymnastics team. There was an entire crowd. Uh, of young men that had come specifically for yeah. Livy Dunn. And, and they got a little rambunctious and wild, and uh, she actually had to step in and say, hey, guys, we be be normal, <laughs> settle down. Right. But she makes $3.2 million. She's, She's got contracts. deals with Body Armor, American Eagle, Grubhub. Is she the only female on the list that you found in the top five or six? Yeah, but there but – that that kind of goes to the point that football and uh, basketball and gymnastics are the only ones that make money. Who like, is who is number four or five? You... Uh, Arch Manning. Okay. Who's the backup? Boyd referenced this the last segment. He's the backup quarterback at Texas. He's making almost three million dollars a year. He threw five passes last year. See, I could do that. He was completely healthy. And he threw five passes, made $3 million. He's Peyton Manning's kid, uh, or he's Archie Manning's grandson. I can't remember which kid. He's somewhere <laughs> he in the family tree. He's either Peyton or, or yeah. Do you want to save the uh, Utah players uh, for after the break? Oh, we're out of time already. I love yeah, it. No, this is good stuff, yeah. Dave. I'm really curious. We're talking about NIL, name, image, and likeness. Um the Supreme Court op- uh, paved the way with their ruling. What was it a year, a year and a half ago, um, or so, regarding uh, college athletes being able to market their name, image, and likeness? And now this has opened up uh, major bank accounts <laughs> for a lot of college athletes. In the meantime, um, Utah's Capitol Hill is considering privatizing. Those contracts uh, that are signed, the deals that are signed by college athletes in Utah, so the public and the media in particular, because um, the media is usually the ones that go in and look at these deals, can't see those contracts. Um, Dave's going to come back in just a few minutes with Utah's top four, five? How many you got? Five. Or maybe just four. Okay. 
Oh, and I see there is a female on this one, too. All right. Okay. So let's talk about the college athlete contracts uh, that are being scored here in Utah next. Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dejanovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Live from Utah's Capitol Hill, this is Eye on the Hill. 15 days remaining. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejanovic on KSL News Radio. Now, we don't know ultimately what Utah lawmakers will decide to do if they'll privatize the contracts that um, our college athletes in Utah are signing in their these brand new NIL deals, the name, image, and likeness deals that they're signing. But Dave has been laying out, in my view, a really good case as to why these contracts need to stay public. Uh, You started with Bronny James's contract. Six million bucks. Yeah, USC, of course, LeBron James' son. Um, From your research, you found that he's making the most of any other college athlete in the nation right now in NIL deals, Dave? Yeah, he's making six million bucks a year, uh, averaging 5.8 points per game. He's making more millions than he's scoring points. Deion Sanders' son? Shador makes $4 million a year. Uh, we're going to bring it home to Utah now. Um, you have definitely um, outdone yourself in the D2 research department on this information, but you're, you've been very passionate about this because you believe this NIL deal situation is a complete disaster. It, and it's a disaster everybody saw coming. Everybody saw coming. Now, listen, have players been exploited for decades? Absolutely. And we, for too long, we just said, oh, they're getting a free education. Great. That I don't want to minimize that. That's, that's important. They're getting free education. Maybe they're getting free books and some walking around money. There, there's some good stuff there. But they were bringing in, I think of Jimmer Fredette. You remember Jimmer yes, Mania? yeah. Jimmer Fredette was the biggest player in the nation, not just on college. I mean, LeBron James is tweeting about him. He, I mean, everyone loved Jimmer. BYU basketball player. He was yeah. worth millions and millions of dollars. One of the most prolific scores we've ever seen in this state. He didn't make anything. He didn't make anything. It was illegal to. So there needed to be some change. But what we've done is we've swung way too far to this other side, and now we have people making millions of dollars Bronny James making millions of dollars as a so freshman I, as a freshman yeah. not not even playing one I didn't mean to stop you but that just hits me I mean he was maybe 18 years old yeah he's now his dad's a billionaire so you know money's probably not an issue for him but uh you're looking at a lot of these these players and and they're just making a ton of money now this isn't just for uh the men women are making big money too Olivia Dunn Livy Dunn is making $3 million, $3.2 million as a gymnast at LSU. So I wanted to see, okay, well, why are they trying to keep all of this information so quiet? Because I wanted to see who are the top earners here in Utah as athletes. And obviously this is like closely guarded secrets. And the best I could get was evaluation. 
So oh, Sports like a, Illustrated. Okay, like a price tag on on what they're what they think their worth is. Exactly. Okay. So I have no idea if this is what they're making because that information is not really out there. Uh, but this is what Sports Illustrated said they think these athletes are worse. Now, now remember, part of this NIL deal up at the University of Utah got every single scholarship athlete a brand new sixty thousand dollar truck. I know. I, we talked about that. I was shocked because I was all on board with NIL. Like, and then I saw the trucks roll out under the football the stadium. The nicest truck they'll ever own. Stop it. Yeah, brand new truck. Oh, and then the women's basketball team all got SUVs. And the men's basketball team got all SUVs. What did the women's softball team get? Nothing. How about the men's baseball team? Oh, I'm glad you asked about that. Oh, they got nothing. And the track team? Nothing. Oh. Now, I mean, nothing compared to... Like comparatively speaking, they were getting, now they they claim they're trying to work toward that and raise enough money to be able to provide that, but there are some very haves and have-nots so in that, college that's, sports. That's a sign of like, don't hold your breath. We'll get back to you. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, so what are you, are you able to find with the Utah's top valuations? Okay, let's. I, the the ones I found uh, in the Sports Illustrated article were, just gave the top four, and they were all University of Utah oh. players. BYU is a private school. They're able to keep everything, you know, in-house and, and much more okay. quiet. So Grace McCallum, gymnast oh, yeah. with the Red Rocks, mm-hmm. uh, is valued at $164,000. That's a lot of money. But Tons it's of money. not as much as, you know, Olivia, Olivia Dunn is making. Yeah. At $3.2 million. Yeah. Well, Grace McCallum's got you know, 400,000 plus followers on Instagram. She's very, very successful, you know, Team USA, yeah, silver medalist. Awesome. So, again, I don't know if she's making more. I don't know if she's making less. Uh, number three, uh, a player that probably most college football fans have never heard of, Lander Barton. Yeah, I was going to say, I, you know, I don't follow the Utes as closely as everybody else does here because I am just a Sun Devil, ASU Sun Devil. Go Sun Devils. They beat the Utes the other night on the basketball court. Um, Jeez, Deb. I, I know. Gloves I up. know. <laughs> Gloves up. Forks up, man. Uh, so I hadn't heard of Lander Barton. Uh, what is he? He's valued at $182,000. He's a linebacker? Yeah. Okay. And he's a really good defensive player. Uh, you, you know, young kid. I think he's a freshman. I would have assumed that the number one player, the top-paid player, would have been a quarterback. Again, you look at the quarterbacks oh, across sure. the country. Oh, like sure, Rising. I thought for sure he. I thought he'd be up um, pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would have thought he would have been very high because, again, you know, you look at Shador Sanders making four million. Arch Manning's the backup at Texas. He's making three million. The, the actual wow. The, the actual quarterback in, in Texas is making four million dollars. So they've got seven million dollars oh set goodness. aside just for two guys. Cam Rising is valued at two hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, I thought he was. I thought I would. I would have. Least... He's a phenomenal player. Yeah. he's incredible. Well, he is the, seems to love him. He's the face of the franchise. Like you talk about Utah mm-hmm. football, it is Cam Rising. So if he's not number one, Dave, who is? You're not going to believe this. A tight end, Brant Keithy, who is valued at almost half a million dollars. Now, he's a phenomenal tight end. He is absolutely outstanding. So is outstanding. he like the next Travis Kelsey? Well, <laughs> no. No, he's not. I mean, he's he's a great he's a great tight end. You know, who, who knows? Who 
who's going to be. I know. The, you know. But I, just, but I no, just no, no, no. He's by, he's by not comparison. the can't miss candidate. He's not going to be the number one pick but in the NFL draft. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Now here is here's the. Let me just wrap this up. Here's the problem. When you keep this all under wraps and, and there's no transparency whatsoever, then we have no idea who's getting paid what, what is fair. And the reason they want to keep this all silent is you don't want to say, oh, look at this player, Bronny James. He's making $6 million. I'm the leading scorer on USC's basketball team, averaging over 20 points a game, and I'm getting $50,000. A lot of jealousy, a lot of anger can build up there, and it can rip a team apart. If you can keep it quiet, if you can keep it hidden under the uh, you know, under the mattresses, then we can just all pretend like, oh, I don't know what he makes. I don't know what they make. But it's why I think it's crucial to have this transparency and to know what everyone's making so we're all playing on a level uh, field. Fist pump. Great work. Really great work, Dave. That was incredible. Um, loved everything you shared with us. If you missed it, you've got to podcast it. Uh, you can podcast that uh, last 45 minutes. Actually, we started with Boyd Matheson and what he knows about the NIL situation going on in Capitol Hill. Dave, um, yeah, hit it out of the park. Absolutely. With full coverage on what the deals are across the country and then drilled it down to the deals here at home. Amazing insight. Um, you can podcast it on your favorite podcast platform. And remember, as you're listening to the show, make sure you're listening for those keywords because we are doing our AirPod contest right now for AirPod Pros, and it's exclusive for our awesome podcast listeners. Next, uh, did you know we're going to get your buddy, your pickleball buddy, live on the line, TJ? TJ's calling the show next because we read a study that pickleball-related injuries are on the rise. Uh, Dave, is um, he's new to the pickleball game, the pickleball world, but he's crushing it. And we're going to talk about um, the injuries. And Dave's had a couple of his own. Um, he'll disclose those straight ahead.